All right, here we are, the first ever episode of The Call-Up with Kid Jen. Uh, This is when I will be bringing in wild prospects, high school prospects, former players, current players, whatever we want to talk about, just the game of hockey and how they are doing as human beings, because that's important. Um, So on the first ever episode, I want to introduce everybody here to Sam Henches of St. Cloud State University. Um, he, I've known this kid for a little bit here. Uh, we got to know each other through the draft in 2018 uh, when it was in Dallas. He wasn't there, but that's how we connected. And I couldn't think of a better guest to have as the first episode uh, uh, of my show. So, Sammy, how are you doing? Introduce the world to yourself. Good, good. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, absolutely. That was a solid just, you know, hockey intro right there. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> what, what else am I supposed to say? For those of you that don't know, Sam is a good Minnesota boy. Um, he, so he, he's right here chirping. He knows the lingo and whatnot. He's just sitting there relaxed right now with his cap on. Um, but basically, I mean, let's not kind of sit around and do this. Like, like, dude, you're an Olympian. What, what the fuck? Like, what the hell? How, what was your first like reaction? I felt like it was a dream, didn't feel real. It was like something I obviously grew up wanting to be, watching Miracle. I think all, all of our friends, like all my, all my friends and I would watch that movie. It's like, wow, it's like, you just feel like it's something that you can't achieve just because it's so such a high goal and accomplishment. But luckily, luckily I got the call and first thing I did was call my dad and my mom and they couldn't believe it. They were so, so excited for me and I just it just felt like a dream, dream come true. Yeah, man, absolutely. Especially for you, uh, who's gone through just a ton of adversity, especially with injuries and whatnot. And we can get into that a little bit uh, later here. But so when you hear that the NHL players aren't going to the Olympics, like what what, going through your mind, are you like, maybe it's a possibility, maybe not. Maybe it took until you heard that Larson was going, your coach. Um, Did you ever have any hunch until you got that phone call? I know we were having some texts back and forth, but. Not really, honestly, just because I was hurt for so long. This I got injured at an upper body and lower body injury the first half of the year, and just I, and we all thought like the NHL was going finally because when's the last time they went? Twenty fourteen, right? Uh yeah, I believe Vancouver, if I'm not mistaken. Was it Vancouver or is that that was twenty ten? I thought. Sochi, like, South, is that right? The Sochi. Yeah, it must have been here. Here, let's yeah. let's fact check that here. Unless you know that for sure. Yeah, yeah. it was so true with uh, Oshi. Yeah, okay. Oshi. Perfect. So damn, holy shit. Yeah, it's been a it's been a minute. So um just going back to that too, like like how do you think someone was like prank calling you? Because I know that you got a good draft story of like, you know, I, I forget what it was. Uh so can you tell us the draft story again? What you were doing when you got drafted by the wild in the seventh round in twenty eighteen? I was sleeping on the <laughs> downstairs just because I was injured then too for most of the year and I didn't think I was going to get drafted. And I woke up and I forgot who texted me. Someone texted me. He's like, congrats. I was like, I didn't know what it was and got a call. You're like, for and, sleeping? Thanks. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. I was watching for a little bit, seeing like some other kids I played with and telling them congrats and went to went to sleep and woke up and I was drafted. So then what phone call was better? 
different for sure. Different parts of career. A little Good answer. Older, but, Good answer. But it was all. It's both were dreams come true. For sure. Um, so I, I think the natural kind of question too is like, I mean, you're going to be going to Beijing. I'm assuming you've never been to China before. No, I haven't. It's going to be for sure experience just going to China, let alone playing there. But yeah, like totally different culture too. And I'm excited to see it. For sure. Um, so when are you guys leaving then? Uh, I don't know if you're allowed to say that or not, but end of the month, right? Yeah, end of the month. And then okay. we fly up to Beijing in February, but then we get some practices in and then we're playing. Have you talked to any of the guys? Uh, obviously, Perby. Then we've yeah. had like, a few Zoom calls. And then I know Nathan Smith and Noah Cates a little bit. So, okay. Yep. So, no like team Zooms or anything like that quite yet? We've had team Zooms, but it was just like informational stuff. Okay. We to talk and meet each other, but. I bet you we will soon. If not, it doesn't take long to know someone once you're in the locker room. Right. So a week ago, you were just a student drafted by the Wild, playing at UMD. A week later here, yes, we yes, fast no. forward, you're an Olympian. Like, what, 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 has anything changed for you? Like, you know, even mentally or like, you know, you walking around like I'm the fucking man now or what? No, it's just, it doesn't change the player you are. It just like doesn't change who I am. Same thing. Just I just want to be the best player I can be for St. Cloud. Every practice and every game, more importantly. We have a game versus Miami, and that's what I'm focused on. God, you're so media trained, man. That was a solid answer. <laughs> so I, I just want to like touch into it a little bit with the family standpoint. So like, have you gotten to celebrate with them yet? No, just because I had cold. I don't know if we had we had COVID problems okay. a couple of weeks ago. And so I've yep. kind of been up here just, we've been fighting that off and just, we've been having a bunch of practices. So I haven't been able to celebrate. Obviously I've called them, had like lunch with them, but nothing really too special. Just, just still, uh, it hasn't really hit me yet. Probably. What about, till what I, ab- yeah. What about the teammates? I know you're around them all the time. Uh, did they give you a nice little champagne shower or anything or no, they were, they were more excited for Pervy and I than we were. So okay. That was really, it's like, we're a nice, we're a big family up here. And mm-hmm. when Larson out with the team, they were so excited. Absolutely. Us. And you put a perfect segue into what I want to chat about a little bit here. So, you know, I, I'm a little bit familiar with the St. Cloud area, maybe not as much during the daytime, but the nighttime for sure. Um, you know, a couple of years ago when you were a freshman running around campus, but that culture there that they built, it just seems like such a family environment. You know, you go around, everybody's taking care of everybody. Has that changed at all? Is it, is it gotten better? Is it like, or is it still just that same group there of core people? Because I know that when I was there, you guys were freshmen. Now you're the seniors. Now you're the people there that are, you know, leading and whatnot. You and Brodzinski and Rennick, I believe, is an overager now. And, uh, yeah. you know, all those guys. So is it the same kind of atmosphere there? And how's that been going from a young, wide-eyed kid, you know, to a leader of the team? Yeah, for sure. I think uh, when I came in, I was young and like the older guys, they took us, they took me under their wing, showed me the way like Robbie Jackson did and all the Ooh, older guys. What a name pull. 
Yeah, Rafi, I have to. He was my uh, I stayed with him on all the road trips. He was, he was my roommate on the road, but I think that's something that what well, I heard plenty of stories, buddy. <laughs> what makes us like a special team is like we're such a family. We all care about each other. And at the end of the day, that's what like we come here to win, but we also leave with lifelong friends. I feel like that's something that we all take pride into as you get older, you start when you get here, you don't really notice those things as much, but as you get older, you start doing the little things that matter. Yeah, absolutely, man. That that's like the biggest vibe that I got there when I, cause I've, you know, I went to the U of M and, you know, sometimes, you know, politics and whatnot can get in the way when you're down there, you know, it's who do you know? Um, my dad's this person, whatever, whatever, but St. Cloud, it's literally just everyone takes care of everyone. It's a beautiful place. Um, you know, beautiful city for the most part. I want to talk a little bit too about kind of just how you've have you how you've matured as a player because unfortunately, like we were saying before, you seem to just find some stupid little fucking injury every year. Like like something always comes up, and it's just something, and you always have a smile on your face, and you know you you take it, you go out there, you make changes, you do what you have to do, and then you get back and you just produce. Every time you're there, you produce. So. How have you matured as a person in your four years there at St. Cloud? And do you think you're a better prospect because of it? Yeah, for sure. I think I'm just a lot more grateful every time I get to lace up the skates. I've had some surgeries and some other injuries that made me miss games, made me miss whole summers of training, which is tough, obviously. It's really tough mentally. But the more you go through it, the more used to it you get. You start doing the little things. And I think that's really helped my game, too, just – I feel like I'm a lot more consistent than I used to be when I was younger. Obviously, I think that's as much maturing as a person, too. It's like you just realize that some things can be taken away from you really quickly. And luckily for me, the injuries weren't, haven't really impacted me after I've had surgery. Like I'm completely healthy now. And I think this like helped me like as a person and a player, too. Good, good. I love to hear that, man. I I can just see it in the way that you talk and stuff and everything too. So it seems like you're in a pretty good place with that and whatnot. And I feel like it's probably pretty hard to be in a bad spot when you know you're heading to the Olympics in about a week, week and a half or so. Um, Let's talk about the Minnesota Wild, right? Um, Your hometown kid, obviously, this is your team you've watched growing up and whatnot. Have you, does it make you excited as a prospect and potentially joining the team after this year, depending what happens, um, to see the culture shift that has happened? So when you got drafted, you know, it was Parise, Suter, it was kind of this old regime, did all that. Um, and now it's just this young, fun, exciting team with a bunch of young players. Does that like ignite a fire inside of you as a player too? Because do you, like because I'm sure you want to be a part of it at some point. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I want to play for the Wild. It's like been a dream of mine since I've been a kid, just growing up watching them. But I think for sure, just all like the excitement around the team. I feel like that's been a really big change. Like everyone, you can tell like the media and all the fans are so excited for the for the young guys and hopefully I'll be able to play for him one day. So what's the regime change like for you? So I know you were pretty close with Fenton. He went to a ton of your games. Um, that's when I was frequently around St. Cloud um, and you, you loved him. You guys had a good relationship. Um, and then Bill Guerin comes in. Have you gotten a chance to meet him yet? 
I I mostly work with uh, Matt Hendricks and Dan okay. Brown here, and I have really good relationships with them. I talk to them all the time, and they've helped me tremendously throughout the years. And I'm excited for my future, but at the same time, I haven't really thought about it. I've been really focused on helping St. Cloud win games and in the end win a national championship because we fell short last year. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, So I didn't even really put two and two together, but Hendricks is probably around there frequently, right? He's like one of the biggest alumni that there is at St. Cloud. Didn't he, he's the, isn't he, is he not the one that put that whole new gym into place down there and whatnot? Is it? Uh, I'm not, I don't know, honestly, but I thought, I thought he had a part of it. I mean, we'll have to, we'll have to see maybe him and Matt Cullen are for sure the biggest. I might be someone. So I don't want anyone mad at me, but. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe I'll uh, hit up some pro players like Patrick Newell and Robbie Jackson and see if they know anything. Yeah. Let me know. (laughs) And uh, Hedekin too. Hedekin. He won a few cups too. He's a really big alumni. For sure. For sure. Um, so, <laughs> so how you been doing as a person, Sam? How, how you been just like, just chilling? Like, uh, like, is it hockey, hockey, hockey? Like, I know you're a big uh, Playboy Cardi guy, or at least you used to be. Um, what What are you like listening uh, to? What are you watching? I don't really watch TV, but like this fall, I went hunting a bunch because I was injured. And sure. I could do that at least. So I got out there and which is nice in a way obviously i'd rather be playing but i barely get to hunt now so i went with eastern bradzinski and luke jaycox a bunch and there's always stories with that oh absolutely i i know that i mean it seems like every single time uh easton's out there he's just like every weekend he's out there fishing or doing something outdoorsy yeah he posts all the stuff he catches and kills so it looks like he's doing a lot Uh, I love that. So you're you're just a humble fisherman and hunter. Yeah, I just don't don't uh, post it a bunch, but yeah, I'm all right. I can if I, I just go out enough, so I'm bound to catch something eventually. <laughs> um, so I kind of want to ask you about that because we've seen just ever changing like atmospheres and whatnot and worlds inside of social media you never really know like what's real or not for you as a person and people talking about players and prospects more and more online and it's you know some egghead from north branch you know who's at the pizza pub six beers deep can chirp the shit out of you online and you see that and you know it can affect you in ways um have you had to stray away from social media or do you have a good relationship with it? And is it easy for you to kind of do that? Cause I know it's got to suck sometimes to see all these, you know, <laughs> like blue collar workers that are just chirping the shit out of you when you're, you know, 22, 23 years old. Yeah. Like, uh, I, that's why I don't have Twitter anymore. Okay. I, I just like stay away from it all. Yep. Like doesn't impact me. What they say doesn't impact me as a person or a player. They don't know me, but they obviously have the right to their own opinion and sometimes they're, I don't think they're right. So I just stay away from it. Like it's not going to benefit anyone. If I say something back to them, it's not going to change their opinion about me. So just stay away from it all. Have you ever wanted to like the inside was just burning? Not too much. I just know okay. like a lot of times they just want a reaction. Yep. But I just know like in the end, it's not going to do anything positive for me. So there's no need. 
Good, man. That's good for you. Uh, it's so, so funny because, you know, like the people like that, they they talk and it's easy and whatnot. And then I don't know if you've seen lately, but Brad Marchand has been making his ways around, yeah, you know, the yeah, social media world. So yeah. uh, what, what's your opinion on that? Do you think it's pretty funny? Yeah, I think it's really funny just because people are so mad at him. But he's obviously earned that right, too. Like, that's how good of a player he is. What, one or two Stanley Cups? One? Right? Ah, uh, man. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, what was it? Yeah, I think it's just one. 2011. Yeah. But gold medal, too? Or, like, the World Cup? Didn't he play in the World Cup, too? Uh, he, has a, he has a resume to back it all up, too. Yeah, I was going to say, Sam, we're uh, we're U.S. We're not Canadian here, so I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, but he's he's kind of... A little different boat, but I think it's really funny. People get so mad at him, and I think it's kind of his personality too. I don't know him, but yeah. Oh, um, you don't know him? You're not buddies with him? No, but it's just like, <laughs> he loves getting under people's skin, and people get so mad at him. And oh, it looks like Dev did let us know here. Marchand has a gold medal in juniors, the worlds, and the World Cup. So add that to his Stanley Cup total. Jesus. Um, yeah. So yeah, the rat's all right. He's doing all right. Um, that Lamborghini to oh, what was Prius. it? Yeah, Prius. That's so funny. Like, uh, I have enough zeros in my bank account or something. Oh, buddy, yeah, he. God, he's been on fire. That's right. So you are paying attention to that stuff, though. Like, like he, yeah, I, was, I see it like on like our all of our. We have like a group. Uh, here here we go, Dev again. I got plenty of commas, pigeon. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and uh, we send that all, and we laugh so hard. Because it takes – you have to be – you have to – if you send that, you have to be ready for the all the people that's ripping into you. For Not sure. So let's talk about your year. Um, you've come back and you've produced in pretty much just about every game you've been in. How do you feel as a player? I mean, what – so in, you know, my eyes, my scout eyes, just, you know, someone that has followed you for a while now, I see a super, you know, fast, agile player that is a two-way guy – can play in any situation is that kind of how you feel your game is at right now like do you think you're a complete two-way forward yeah i think so i've really worked hard on that i feel like coming into college that's something i feel like when you're growing up you take defensive and you're like responsibilities a little lighter but getting into the next level i think that's like the biggest thing when i'm playing pro guys is they don't really have any holes in their games they're all good at defending they're always in the right spots and i feel like that's something I can continue to work on, but I feel like I've made huge leaps and strides in that aspect of my game. I was going to say, I don't, I, cause so when the prospect world and you get these geeks, you know, like looking and watching at you and talking stuff about you that they probably don't know, they see all of the, the goals, right? Like that's the one thing everyone sees is like, Oh, he did something good. Let's let's like, that's what he's like all the time. I don't think a lot of people understand how good you are on the back check and how much you take pride in that part of your game. Um, it's something that I've just marveled at is, you know, you have a chance going forward uh, at the goal. You're the first one coming back. Like you're busting your ass, you're busting your tail. Um, when did you kind of learn that trade or has that always been kind of a part of your game? Uh, my dad, playing, okay. he was my coach growing up and he was always big on that like that <laughs> he's getting on you yeah and all of us which is which is good too i feel like that's one of the most important things like for your team to win 
uh, like a lot of the things that most important don't show up on the stat sheet. And I feel like that's obviously a, not every game you're going to get a goal or assist, but that's something you can impact the game with. You just have to figure out ways how you can help your team win. And it doesn't have to be scoring. It can just be generating chances, taking like hitting people or like not even hitting them, just getting in their way. So it makes it easier for your teammates, breaking up chances they have, being good defensively. Feel like I've taken a lot of strides in that area too. Good. Do you do you think that's maybe why USA Hockey kind of targeted you? Maybe you can play in those kind of situations there for them, and they can use you in any situation. Hopefully, but you know how that goes. Uh, I feel like I've I feel like I'm confident in those situations, and I think uh, I don't I don't know how to explain this one sec. Yeah. Like, how the fuck do I gas myself up without gassing myself up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like uh, just something you just have to take pride into, like the little things, because especially at that level, you're not going to score every game. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get assists. You have to impact the game positively. You just have to figure out your role. Absolutely. Be the best, because not everyone can be the goal scorer. Not everyone can have 100 points. But the guys that – take pride in the defensive zone, eating up minutes are valuable too. Yeah, shit. I mean, look at man, Patty Maroon, three cups, three cups in a row. Um, I believe like that. That's unbelievable. How's, uh, how's the sauna treating you? You still hitting that cold tubs? now. cold tubs, cold tubs. And like we have a warm tub. So contrast. So three minutes in the cold tub, two minutes in the warm tub, three, two, three, and then I'm done. Holy shit. Wow, yeah, things have changed. Uh back when I was around there, it was the sauna after a weekend out and you know, you go out on the ice and <laughs> you kind of just sweat it out, but man, you really got a routine there. Do you know what your uh what kind of hollow you're skating on or what stick you're using or no? 5 ace hollow and wow. Oh, he's got to look it up. He doesn't know. Uh, no, cuz it's painted differently, but it's been good to me so far. So, so are you? You're you're probably. I know. Last time, um, I saw what you're using. It was a jet speed. I think it was either the FT one or the FT two. It's the FT four paint job with the. What are the other CCM sticks? Are you using a tax? Yeah, the new tack with the jet speed. FT four. Oh, paint. So that's why you guys use that paint job then, just because it matches? No, you can use that. I just do it just to match, but you can use okay. the job you want. So you, let, let's get into that then. That, so like going into every season, does your equipment manager hit you up and be like, yo, what do you want? Yeah, we have like reps from CCM come in, and then we have okay. first skates. First skates we can wear whatever we want, but I just use Supreme, like 2S Pros, I think. Sure, yeah. You got the fat tongue on there too? No, I have the vapor tongue because it's more flexible. Okay. Um. So, so with like the the equipment and whatnot, I know because uh, the few times Lizzo, uh, Blake Lazat came in and I sharpened his skates and whatnot back when I was working at Letterman. Uh, the Kings are big on those shop lockers. Do you guys have those on your skates too? We can. I don't use them all. You don't use them? No, I just feel like they're too blocky. For sure. Are you a tongue in or tongue out guy? I don't put my shin pads over the tongue, but I put my socks over it. Okay, um, so a little bit the of thing I do is I don't use clear tape. You don't use clear tape. You do oh. zero sock tape. 
zero sock tape. Wow, you're psycho. Why? I just don't like it. It's just too <laughs> tight on my legs. Okay. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Whatever works for you. It's clearly working. Um, does so you, you wait, you guys are CCM, right? Like CCM everything. CCM everything besides skates. Besides skates. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Um, do you get like demos and whatnot, or are you just like kind of like give me whatever you think I should be using? And it's just like what you want. We don't get demos, but you kind of I mean everyone from the USHL on our team. I mean, it changed after us, but we all use CCM sticks. Okay. So easy for us, but I think they're Bauer now. Is that correct? Um, I don't know. Um, Easton, is that what you said? The USHL? I don't know what the USHL is. Um, I think they're Bauer now, but we are CCM. Yeah, okay. they're Bauer now. Okay, interesting. But um, I like the sticks. I was a Bauer person growing up, but... Just want to confirm, it is Bauer. Okay, it is Bauer. Perfect. <laughs> Dev's got us unlock here. Um, all right, so let's see, man. Jeez, you, you, there's just so. I mean, I could talk to you all night here about just random, you know, shit and um, all that. I mean, what is there anything like you want people to know about you that they don't already know? Like, is there a fun little weird fact or quirk about you? I know, I know you're a weird dude, but oh my, <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know, just kind of a normal twenty-two year old person. Twenty-two, like yeah, twenty-two now. I was eighteen when I first met you. Yeah, that's crazy, man. It's crazy how much. Uh, I mean, especially in your world too, right? Like, you don't get the normal college treatment. Like, like you deal with COVID for over half of your you know, collegiate career. Like, are you used to that by now? Yeah. I mean, it's just normal now. So and and the, it was difficult just cause it's hard no matter what it's hard to play without fans, but uh, yeah, I feel like the fans just make, make it a totally different game. How's the testing situation? Do you guys get tested daily? Um, cause I know the NHL it's, it's, you know, the antigen rapid tests pretty much every day. Is it different in college? Yeah, it's different because we're all vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Like our whole team's vaccinated, so we don't have to test as much. But like last year, we were getting tested every day, playoffs every day, the bubble every day. So it was like nonstop. Okay. And it was always nerve wracking when we got to like the Frozen Four National Championship, like NCAA playoffs. It was like, you're always nervous. Like even though we're in a bubble, like we, right. For like three months, we, were, we could only see people on our team. We couldn't see friends or family, but you're always still nervous because you don't want to be that guy that gets the season canceled. Right. God. Yeah. You guys got it insane. Like all that anxiety and stuff that you got to deal with and whatnot. When you like, like growing up and stuff, are you a person that has a lot of like anxiety, like built inside of you? Um, Have you, have you like had to learn how to like kind of cope with that? Or is that something that you can kind of just like put to the side, like the mental health part of the game? Luckily for me, I'm not smart enough to anxiety, so I never had problems. <laughs> no, I, I mean, like, you just, like, I just figured out, like, you can't control. You can't control most stuff. Just worry about the things you can and just work your hardest. And I feel like that works for me. It sometimes doesn't work for other people, but that's kind of my recipe is just show up every day and work work your absolute hardest. And if it's meant to be, it'll be. If not, it's not. And 
that's how I kind of go through life too. Like always work my hardest, do my best and have a good attitude. And if it doesn't work, it's not in, not in the, not in the shuffle of cards, not in the deck of cards. Yeah, man. I, I know you fucking, geez, you work your ass off every single summer. I mean, I get to, you know, see you probably, you know, at least once or twice every summer and whatnot, just to meet up and kind of chirp and chop the shit up. But, um, what, do you guys have someone to go to then if you have like a bad day or you don't know who to talk to? Like, is there like a mental health like person there at St. Cloud or is it more so just leaning on the boys? Uh, there's stuff through the, the uh, team and then we have a person come through and give us like, comes to a team, gives us like a speech, it gives us his number. Okay. And it's like, I will never tell anyone. You can call me if you have any issues. And so that, that helps the boys too just because sometimes like i feel like there's people that don't want other people to know and i respect that too but you just want everyone to get help if they need it that's the biggest thing you don't want it like you don't want any stigma around mental health it's just like if you have a mental health illness it's the same as me if i broke my leg per se yeah yeah for sure man and i think that's kind of a cool trend that has been moving forward here in just the hockey world and why it was always you know like uh you know like shut the fuck up pussy like you you just got to deal with it like you got feelings like what like that does you know like that doesn't matter so that's it's encouraging to hear that they're even producing that at the college level too um especially you know just in a masculine sport and whatnot so um that's really awesome to hear and uh, i i think um essentially like going back to just the whole school part of it too what the hell are you graduating with like what do you what's your goals for and what i know that uh, i heard some rumblings a little earlier but finance doing finance so you're you're like p newsy yep get my degree and have something to fall back on too and that's something that i feel like not a lot of people know about you you take pride in your schoolwork, man. You love you love to you know just make sure that you got everything cooking and you, you know your your family's proud of you. So uh, if you don't know that about Sammy, everyone, uh, he takes hella pride in his schoolwork. So yeah, for sure, I think it's like something important everyone should do, and it's it's always good to uh, give the boys a little shit too. They're not doing well in school. <laughs> yeah, like you can do. It. If I can do it, you for sure can. Yeah, I can't imagine being the person that you're grilling. Like, take a little more pride in it. But I don't know. I think uh, that's something my family puts a lot of importance into. Good. Getting good grades because you never know. Like, I've been through injuries, so I know anything can happen. It could be last time tying up the skates. So you have to have something to fall back onto. Absolutely, man. I love that for you. Um, your summers now, uh, what what are you doing in the summertime? Are you taking some time off for a little bit? Are you just training, training, training? Like, what, what's what's a summer like for Sam? So last summer, we got the, we started August first. We were here skating and lifting five six days a week, and we our last game was April fourteenth. So what is that? How many months? Is that eight months? Fuck, dude. I don't know. I didn't sign up to do some math tonight. Eight months? Over eight months. That's a long season. So <laughs> we didn't show up August. Then we had to show up the second week of August this year. So I I took like a few weeks off, just go fishing like two or three weeks off and jump back in it in May. 
So that's really what you do then. You're kind of like a Ryan Hartman. You just go off the grid for a bit and just kind of do your thing and get in touch with nature, eh? Yeah, go fishing. Well, and last year especially too, we couldn't see family or friends for three months. So I feel like this kind of have to be a normal person in society too for a few, two or three weeks and get back at it, get back in the weight room and right. let the body heal too. That's a long time. It's a long season. Yeah, like absolutely. Man. Up after that, especially after making the run we did and like all the travel and everything beats you up. So you need to let your body, it's like you have to let your body heal before you push it coming back in the weight room and skating. Yeah, for sure, man. Jeez. Um, I've, I have a hard enough day getting out of bed and going to work retail for a fucking day. So, <laughs> um, what was that? It's different. Well, you're doing that for nine hours. You work out for an hour and a half, two hours and skate for an hour, hour and a half. So it's a little different. I can go back and sleep. You can't. So God damn. Are you giving me credit for working retail? Yeah. Holy shit. Different. I've always said that the retail workers are the real athletes here. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, the bod might not look like it, but the mental game is strong as hell. Good. Good. (laughs) Um, so I kind of want to tie this back into the wild to kind of end things here and wrap it up. Um, thanks again for being the first like person on here. Like I, I just love chatting with you and getting to talk to you again, man. It's been a minute, but um, do you know any of the wild prospects? Cause I, I know I'm pretty sure you haven't even gotten to participate in development camp because of injuries. No, I haven't. Cause it was 2018. I had surgery. Yeah. 2019, I had surgery. Then 2020, uh, COVID, right? The last yep. year was COVID, too. So we haven't, I haven't been, it's been four years since, and I haven't been at a single development camp. But I, I went there and met, met people and obviously like went to all the meetings and stuff, but it's different getting, and all people in your skate and so not really i know nick sweeney a little bit i was i was gonna say you probably you probably out of anyone know some of the collegiate guys i know that uh cole caulfield follows you um on instagram how do you know him oh i just played him in ntdp my freshman year they beat us but a lot of us were out and tough coming back from christmas break without skating playing do you know boldy at all no i don't know any of the guys really okay i mean you will eventually once you crack that crack that bottom six so mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like fuck bottom six buddy i want top six i don't know no, what you're talking about no hopefully but i'm just i didn't put any thought into that i've just been focused on saying cloud yeah for sure uh so 19 that's your number that's i think it's been your number everywhere you've gone right no, I was 20 in high school, Okay. 15 in Des Moines in Tri-City. I'm pretty sure, maybe Tri-City, I was 11, and then 15 up for the USA and the World Junior A Challenge. Usually, okay. like, and then I, was, then I was the youngest on the college team, so I just got number 19. I didn't really get to choose. All right, well, shit, I'm fucking stupid. Um, I thought you were always 19, uh, but so... Your USA number. What is that again? For I don't know my US my Olympic 
jersey. Really? Because I saw a chart and it had you as a number. I haven't seen that chart then. I wanted to say it was 11. Or no, maybe, maybe it was 12. It no, was something it like that. Because but... I put down 19, 20, and 12. Okay, so, I... so they, they did have you put down number choices. Three numbers, yeah. Okay. 19 was the first one? Mm-hmm. 20 and then 12. I grew up with number 12, too. Team USA has you listed at number 12 right now, bud. Perfect. But there, is no, <laughs> yeah. there is no 18 or 19. Oh, just kidding. Uh, 19 is Brendan Bursan. Yeah, then, that kid's nasty. Uh, <laughs> 20 is uh, Stephen Camper. Oh, he's a he's a greasy vet, Stephen Camper. He had a stint with the Wild. Remember that, Dev? Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> I forgot about that fella. It's a, it, it's uh, exciting to see dudes on the roster that are actually older than me. Feels like Team Canada is like all dudes in their 40s, and Team USA is all like 22 <laughs> and under. <laughs> Yeah, that fake list that came out with like Danny Heatley and uh, all those guys for Canada. <laughs> uh, what would you do, Sam, if you lined up in the face-off circle and you were just, I know Heatley doesn't play center, but what if you were just looking at Danny Heatley? Like, like what would you do? I'd try to win the draw. <laughs> It'd be pretty cool, though. <laughs> that's such a good quote because i don't know if you know the danny all-star like twitter you know like not danny Heatley. i don't yeah, know yeah not of course Amazing you do yeah everyone knows that one but the uh bagel bites baby mm-hmm. yeah and, uh what do you have 50 back-to-back years uh 50 and 07 50 and 07 baby yeah, <laughs> yeah. what do you have in 06 you had a ton of goals in 06 too Ooh, i mean you play with alfredson and spetsy you're getting a lot of goals um, are you looking up right now? Are you statting it up? Yeah, I'm interested. God, I got to get you in my analytics department. Yeah, he had 15, 05, 06 too. Okay, so it was 06 and 07 back to back. He had 41 and 02, 03. Yeah, he had 50 on the nose <laughs> two years in a row. And then 07, 08, uh, he... Only he missed seven games, but still potted forty-one. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus, scored the best of them. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, we'll we'll wrap this up here. Won't get anything too crazy out of you. Um, let's just say you guys are manifesting that you win gold, right? What is so besides being with your teammates and the cup and you know doing all that stuff like? Like, what is the first, like, like beverage that you want, do you think? Like, like you're 22, so you can say this. Glass of milk, probably. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? Chocolate milk recovery. Dude, you had media training before this shit, didn't you? Oh, my God. That's the most athlete answer I've ever heard. <laughs> Chocolate fucking milk. No, it wasn't even chocolate milk. Like chocolate protein, too? I said milk the first time, but... Are you hanging out with Zach Parise? Is he, like... Is he training you? No, why? He Well, he was a sponsor for milk, I'm pretty sure. He sure was. <laughs> that, that That's a straight out of the Parise playbook right there. Yeah. <laughs> chocolate milk. 
Fair life. Oh my Look god, at this got, fucking guy. This guy's got a jug of fair. Hey, fair life is the best though. I'm lactose intolerant, so I love a good fair life every once in a while. Figured so- you'd be lactose intolerant. <laughs> You fucking ass. Um, but yeah, I know you're still in the same spot there. Uh, you you got your nice little mini fridge there, so that that's good to see. That's good to see that you're still doing the, the same thing. Got the, the television that I think I've turned on three times this whole year, dude. That's in the same spot it was in. No, it was up. It used to be up there, but I got the. I can like flip it around. Oh my god, you're living! Can you give us a little tour? <sighs> Got the. I've always said there's nothing more uh, understandable than a backwards virtual tour. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, got some clothes. Got some clothes. Then, oh, I probably got the shoe rack. Got the Jesus. Got this over there and there. So it's going. It's living life up here in Saint Cloud. Yeah, you're. You're living lavish, buddy. Nice and close to the shell, too. Who who's living in the shell these days? I don't, no one is. We no have one three is. Houses now. Okay, for those of you that don't know, the shell is the infamous, you know, just place of Robbie Jackson and Patrick Newell, um, some seniors when Sammy was playing his freshman year, and it's literally above a gas station. <laughs> so yeah, you smell. Yeah, I I know you visited there a couple times. Did you ever get to spend a night there? No, luck. I I would rather sleep in the dorms than that. But that's just for choice. Oh, I love that. All right. Well, we've been going at this a good amount. Um, I thanks again, man. Thanks for doing this so much. Um, I wish you the best of luck when you're playing with USA. And uh, is is there anything that you want to leave off with, or anything, or do you want me to close this baby out? Go Huskies! Oh. <laughs> legendary legendary all right sammy well i love it uh the fans uh get close to this guy get to know him look up at his elite prospects like he's gonna be putting on a show here um in beijing over the next little bit so get ready for that um and also um thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the call up with kid jen sam hench is the star of the show here so uh thanks again everybody sammy and uh hope you have a great weekend and nice little week thank you so much